Welcome to the We Are Here for Good podcast. I'm Pastor Jen Fite from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Howard, Wisconsin. And we remember that as the body of Christ, we are here for good. We are better together. Through this podcast, I pray that you're connected with God's word and his good news for you and for all people. And I pray that you're connected with one another, hearing God's word together. Today, our Bible study is tied to the third week of our four-week worship series, Our Money Story. And it comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 38 through 44. In Mark, chapter 12, it's Holy Week. This is the last week before Jesus' crucifixion. Jesus entered the city of Jerusalem at the beginning of chapter 11, and he's been teaching in the temple and challenging the powers that be. He has cleansed the temple of the money changers, and it seems that everybody is coming after him. The chief priests, the scribes, and the elders have come, challenging Jesus on where his authority has come from. The Pharisees and the Herodians quite a grouping, to be sure, have come asking Jesus about taxes. And then the Sadducees want to get Jesus' take on the resurrection. And it's in the course of all these challenges that Jesus pushes back with some challenges of his own. Today, I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. It's the translation that we regularly use in worship at Good Shepherd, and I invite you to open up whatever Bible you might have with you or to look up this passage online. As we read this story, what details catch your attention? What words or phrases pique your interest? What questions are stirred in you as you hear these words? I'll be splitting our reading into two sections. First, we hear Mark chapter 12, verses verses 38 through 40. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Jesus is in the temple teaching. And he says, beware. Watch out for those scribes. A scribe could designate a city clerk, a learned intellectual, or an expert in the interpretations of the Jewish law. In this context, we assume it is an expert in the law that Jesus is talking about. Now, all scribes are not bad. Just a couple of verses before, one scribe got it right. One scribe knew that at the heart of the law was the commandment to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus even said of that scribe that he was not far from the kingdom of God. But as far as most scribes go, watch out. These scribes, they're supposed to live a life of service. They're called to serve people. They're called to serve God. They're to be humble. But so many of them were in it for themselves. They wear long robes and they like to be honored and recognized. 
And we, of course, we still have people like this today. In every age, in every religion, there are people who are hypocrites who say and do one thing in public but are completely different in their private lives. And this group of scribes that Jesus is talking about, they devour widows' houses. And this is a particularly damning charge. Throughout the Old Testament, the prophets remind the people to care for the widow and the orphan. God doesn't care about your rituals and your piety if you do not care for the most vulnerable in your community. The widow and the orphan rely on the community to care for them because they have no rights, no ability to better themselves on their own. They lean into the generosity of others to live, to survive, and to thrive. Widows in Jesus' day could not own property. They had no legal rights. All they could do was trust in the mercy of their male relatives and failing that, the community at large. And perhaps these scribes that Jesus is talking about, perhaps they have found their way into the homes of widows, pretending like they are there to help and support them. But really, they are trying to fleece these vulnerable women of the little that they have left. They will receive the greater condemnation. They might think that they are getting away with something, but Jesus sees, Jesus knows, and God's justice will prevail. And then Jesus switches from noticing the behaviors of the scribes to noticing the behavior of a particular woman in the temple. We continue with Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Jesus sits down opposite the treasury. The treasury may not refer to an actual building, but to the receptacles for collecting the temple taxes and free will offering. Jesus sits down and he watches. He sees the crowd putting money in, rich people putting in a lot of money, and then a poor widow put in, puts in two small copper coins. And it's significant enough that Jesus notices her. I would imagine most people in the temple would not see her especially when the rich are there too, giving their sizable offering to the temple. Most would not even hear her two small coins hit the bottom of the offering plate. But Jesus does. Jesus notices. Just like he notices the behavior and the activity of the scribes in the section before. This widow 
one of the ones that the faithful should be caring for, gives two coins, two lepta, the smallest coins in circulation at the time. It's estimated that their combined value was less than seven-tenths of one percent, seven-tenths of one percent of the denarius, the normal daily wage for an unskilled worker. This is a teeny tiny amount and it's all that she has left. And Jesus' words seem to be words of lament, more words of lament than words of praise. Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. She has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. This is all that she had because her community has failed her. It has failed to live out the commandments that the Lord has given them. And we can lament too. We can cry out to God about all the brokenness that we see and experience. People struggling to find affordable housing. Insurance companies instead of our doctors making decisions about our treatment. Racism, sexism, ageism, and every other ism under the sun. Jesus sees the failings of his people and the failings of the institutions that were designed to protect the most vulnerable among us. And Jesus sees the faithfulness of this widow. He sees her sacrifice. She has put in everything that she had, all she had to live on. And her level of sacrifice points us to another sacrifice that is to come. One who will give all that he has. One who will give his whole life for all to see. Jesus sees it all. And as he looks ahead to the cross, he goes with his eyes wide open. He sees the evil that exists, not just in us as individuals, but in our institutions and our governments, in our economic systems, in our churches. And when Jesus goes to the cross and breathes his last, it's not just for us as individuals, but for all of creation and and all that we have created. He goes to the cross and he, he dies for it all. Jesus gives all that he has, which is way more than the widow's two little coins. And Jesus dies for the world, for individuals, for systems that are far from perfect and yet are loved and seen by God. As you continue to think about this encounter in the temple, I invite you to think about how this story challenges you. What parts of it make you uncomfortable? What claim is the story placing on your lives? And are we called to give to broken institutions? But what then about giving just to give? And what about our calling to be generous? How do we weigh those two extremes? And who are the scribes in our world today? And who are the poor widows? Who should we be challenging like Jesus does? And who should we be noticing like Jesus does? As we hold these questions in our hearts, let us pray. 
God of all, you see us. You know us. You know the brokenness of this world, this brokenness that surrounds us and lives in us. Lead us to stop and to notice, to notice those in need, to notice the systems in this world that are corrupt. Through it all, Lord, call forth new life. Through the cross, call forth new life and new understanding. In your name we pray. Amen. Blessings, my brothers and sisters in Christ.